0: welcome to the podcast <laughs> title talk with cory now streaming stand by
1: all right let's go let's go
0: seconds.
1: All right, good morning today is november 13th monday november 13th and this is episode 15 title talk with cory i got special guests in the house today, in the studio, That's Mark Tamayo of Nemesis Kennels can going to be joining me. What's up, my brother?
0: Hey, what's up, Corey? Thanks for Doing having good.
1: me. good. All right. All right, so we checking you guys. You guys reach out 626 392 You can reach me by email open at corn title lab. You guys need for this week. Let's go. Spam lab. What you it crowd man you got your, your coffee yeah I got Cheers, my water my
0: brother oh, you drinking water <laughs> you
1: yeah you probably get it way earlier than me then
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you you get dehydrated out here in the desert. Don't drink. Oh, yeah, water. for sure. Man. <laughs> I drink so
1: How is the new home? So so, Mark, uh, this is this is a uh, Mark Tamayo, owner and founder of Nemesis Kennels. Uh, and you guys are home to just some beautiful, gorgeous, beautiful European Dobermans uh, over at Nemesis Nemesis Kennels. And you guys have a new home now out in Phelan. Uh, what's happening out there?
0: Yeah, it's a big change, man. And thank you for the introduction. Um, of course. Yeah, so, you know, we do basically everything for the dogs now. So we decided to uh, to get some acreage out here in the city of Feeling, out here in the high desert from uh city of Whittier, and uh, change it up a little. And uh, we're going to build, a like, a sports complex. Oh, uh, are right, you guys? Have, yeah, so we're going to have a boarding facility. You know, as you know, we do breeding. So, uh, you know, um, European Doberman, uh, Doberman's working breed. Um, you know, the little different from the show line brief, which is American, uh, we can go back, you know, go more into detail with that, but, uh, but yeah, feelings a little different, man, you know, it's getting accustomed to, uh, like, again, it's a little, little a
1: little cold, colder, hotter, right?
0: Yeah. 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 For sure. You know, you know, when it's weekend, when everyone brings out their, you know, uh, their, uh, their toys, their doom buggies and stuff like that so they drive yeah, right it's now still not, it's <laughs> still not too far
1: from like all la right i mean it's only like what an hour no or it's right?
0: about a couple hours from la oh. um oh is it already, okay yeah like about an hour and a half um so oh, not right too on. bad okay um, you know i tell my wife now that you know everywhere we go it's two hours <laughs> so no matter where we go it's two hours
1: <laughs> right 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 no man this is uh it's exciting because uh you know hey you know you know i i I broadcast out to you know the real estate community across southern california really across the country yeah uh, but hey who doesn't love dogs man like you know so i thought it'd be great to have you on and you know share some of your wisdom with all of us you know dog lovers dog owners out there
0: oh uh, yeah for sure you know sometimes real yeah. estate and uh and dogs go hand to hand man because you know you Heck, need to yeah. exercise you know for these for these dogs and well, you, you said,
1: said you said working dog and yeah. So I'm assuming that that's like security or
0: no, working dog can be anything like a cattle dog, can be, you know, um, any type of a, uh, you know, search and rescue scent, um, you yeah. know, police canine, um, you know, farm dog, anyone that, you know, has a, a particular um, job to do, you know, and that, and that dog loves to do it, you know, so that's, that's yeah. where that, that drive comes into it, you know, and yeah. that's why we title them as working breed, or working line. Um, you know. Well, you know,
1: uh, I had been out to your, to your, your previous, you know, compound where you had uh, in Whittier mm-hmm. and uh, you introduced me to Deuce.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you can see yeah. him in the background, you know, he's the name, I mean, he's the face oh, of our, that's in the back, oh, yeah, so that, that's him on the wall. Um, you know, that's yeah. our a little logo. Um, you know, I'm a big marketer, um, you know, when I brand anything. So as you can see, I, I have, I wear it. Yeah. I am, okay, it. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I leave we my dogs. We
1: need some more T-shirts, man. We we uh, we wore them out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so Deuce, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Uh, so he's so beautiful. So you know, to look at, be around. He's super intelligent. Sure. But honestly, he scared the shit out of me, man. When I was there, man. Like, I felt like oh, he's gonna eat me alive. But you know, that's that's job.
0: That's 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 his job, right? There. The intimidation factor of the, of the, the breed, yeah. um, you know, there's a specific type of individual that looks for a Doberman, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're looking for some type of loyalty protection, um, you know, high drive, you know, we yeah. always look and filter our clients and it's very important, yeah. you know, um, like we say, you know, every dog des- deserves a home and not every, every person deserves a dog, ah. <laughs> you yeah. know, because you know, no, that's true, man. Sometimes, you know, you know in use the use and- yeah, for sure. You know, you neglect them. Um, yeah. and for us, you know, it's pretty much everything, you know, for the yeah. dog, because if you, if you, you know, don't reach the full potential of these dogs, you know, they can become the alpha in your household and they can tear up things, you know, they can dig holes. Um, they can be aggressive towards, you know, people that come into your home or, you know, things like that if you don't socialize them early. So, you know, right. we at Nemesis Kennels, you know, we build the foundation for every single puppy that we uh, we home um, from, you know, from the day that they're born, from, you know, the time that they go home around 10 weeks. So we build them. We desensitize them to sounds, to, you know, services. Really? Um, yeah. and And one big important thing is for us is always doing genetic testing on our, uh, you know, the mom and dad, which is, which we call the sire and the dam. Right, so right. whenever, you know, you go to a breeder, you always want to check the genetic, you know, deficiencies in that particular breed. What's the risk? Yeah. Um, you know, and that's and, not
1: necessarily like, that's not like in the, uh, like the AC, AKC pedigree, right. That's not in
0: there. Right. No, like, you know, what but what it, it goes that. hand in hand, you know, AKC, you know, is, is, you know, always looking for, you know, Reputable breeders, yeah, and you know they won't market you unless you know you are a reputable uh, reputable breeder. So you know you got to make sure that you do all the, you know, the dues, which is the qualifications of getting your dog tested. You know, OFA certified with hips and elbows, which you know large breed dogs get hip dysplasia. So all, all our right, dogs right. get you know um, OFA certification through AKC after two years, just to ensure that the puppies don't have any uh, issues down the line. So yeah, right. we, we go through an extensive yeah. stuff, and that's that's the reason why the price tag on a full breed dog, you know, a purebred dog, especially at this at this caliber, you know, of uh, right. Because most of our dogs go on to work; they do sport work, they do PSA, which is per- personal protection sports, um, yeah. dock diving, uh, right. barn hunting, search and rescue. Yeah, right. they do all kinds of stuff, man. So anything that the yeah. dog loves to do and they have a, a drive to do it, you know, we try to uh, to. You know put them in that so they can excel
1: yeah and i know uh without saying mentioning any names you you've catered to some of the the elite uh doberman owners in the nation uh, oh yeah
0: you know with me yeah. and my uh my my buddy you know they got me into it um and shout out to gerald well, it's a pedigree
1: right your pedigree is
0: oh yeah gerald Antoine from european doberman stud you know we uh right. you know, we specialize in uh, in you know working breed doberman so we want to ensure that you know our dogs get evaluated um get uh tested by you know high caliber trainers um you know these trainers that have won multiple awards and uh have gone on to do uh multiple things with their dog so when you take your dog to them you know they're giving you the best advice you know what your dog can do um just make sure that you go to a reputable uh reputable um trainer because sometimes these trainers will sandbag you a little and you know and pretty much prolong the training period time really Just, just in order to get that, you know, that fee, you know, so, you know, I always suggest to make sure if you're going to go for a specific purpose, make sure you get updated videos and pictures and and progression of your dog, especially if you're going to do board and training because board and train is very expensive, you know, so we,
1: you know, we, we have a, we have a Brittany Mm
0: -hmm. all always three years old. And,
1: uh, so we started out with him my uh well he's really my he's really my son's dog but you know i'm his grandma grandpa so (laughs) uh you know we we started out and uh he he took him up. you know he's pretty super smart super intelligent super loving oh Um, yeah i mean yeah in the beginning phases we know we were taking him to dog parks and uh and you know uh i think you had told me hey uh you know don't do that (laughs) so it turns out uh you know they pick up bad habits there Oh, of course. Yeah. So he's, you know, he started like nipping at the ears and stuff, you know, and it just, they just pick up these bad habits, man. Sure. And uh, so, uh, in fact, it was funny because w- one time that we we were there, this dude was like some strange dude sitting in the park and uh, I think he was like sm- rolling a joint or something. Mm-hmm. Forget, Paul runs up to him, grabs his bag of weed and just takes off running with the damn thing in his <laughs> mouth, man. I love yeah, but- it. That was hilarious, man. But I mean, that's the reason why you don't go to those places, man. You you never know what you're going to get in there, man. Well, you know,
0: especially when you have a a dog at your caliber, you know, um, or our caliber dog and, you know, um, and you put so much money into them or so much training into them. And, you know, you don't want to take that away from them because they're so structured. Right. Right. And a dog park is very unstructured right There's dogs and you never right know what right kind of
1: dogs everywhere. have their shots or what of you know course,
0: well, you never know that so yeah. you know i never recommend a dog park which is you know somewhat of a, a good uh route to go um with some dogs you know yeah. if they're very sociable and things like that but you know everyone's off leash and then you know you got the owners talking over here in the corner they're not even watching their dogs and then right. they start right. you know getting into fights and everyone's blaming each other yeah, but right. uh, you know, if you want to socialize your dog, you know, take him to somewhat like a Home Depot on leash, you know, uh places where it's dog friendly. Right. You really know, can be around. Yeah, that's right. We
1: take him to Home Depot. And,
0: you know, that's yeah. why you know we always say environmental training is is right. the best because you can do all types of training in your backyard, and your backyard could be a you know a good tool for the dog to get situated and, and yeah. good foundation training. But when he goes out in the real world, Not the real right, world, yeah, it's shocking. So they're like, "What the hell? What's going on?" You know, With and this, they don't know yeah, what to people, do. Right, right. That so if you introduce them, you know, daily mm-hmm. in a daily routine of uh, their environment and what's out there—noises, you know, um, sounds, cars, you know, uh, people right. walking by, you know, just all kinds of different things like that. Right. Um, they pretty much get desensitized to it, and they just like, okay, cool. They're very right. good, round, out round, it and balanced dog. You know, good. Yeah.
1: That's exactly right we took uh apollo down too because we started doing the barn hunt barn hunting yep it's a sport if you guys uh you know for those of you who don't know or just you know it this is a sport called they call it barn hunt and uh they they sniff out the dogs, sniff out hidden rats inside these tubes they're clean you know uh rats in these tubes anyways we took apollo out there but in the beginning you know there, it's a farm where there's like freaking goats and everything all over the place and I mean, Paulo just went ape shit everywhere, man. It was just you, he couldn't, you know, so much smell, so many distractions. Yeah, so much distraction. But now we take him there, and he doesn't even give a shit about the, you know, the goats yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, now, so. yeah,
0: he's focused. He's focused on the on the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ready to go. Uh, go search for some some rats.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Hey, so I had a question. Um, there was a question came in about um the difference. What's the difference between the European breed and the, is it an American, the American
0: breed? Yeah. So American show line breed, uh, it's also also like, you know, AKC standard. Um, when you watch these AKC shows, they're mostly, uh, American breed. They're more slim. They're about 20 to 30 pounds lighter than a European working line Doberman. Okay. So as yeah. you can see that a European Doberman has a more blockier head, um, a more, uh, blockier muzzle, bigger paws, um, deeper colors, um, which, you know, you have the red and rust and you have the, uh, um, the black and rust. Yeah. So, you know, you have those particular colors. Um, when you start getting into, you know, um, genetics and you start crossbreeding, that's where you're going to start getting into like the albinos, the fawns, the blues, you know, Mm -hmm. which I don't really recommend. They're beautiful dogs. They could live a long time, but they do have a lot of skin issues, health risks, um, Mm -hmm. eye issues, um, pigmentation, right. um, hot spots, alopecia. So that's um, more of
1: a, that's more of a, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's more of a, uh, what do you call it? A, it's a, it's, it's not a deformation, but it's, it's, it's no, it's abnormal, but that's, right?
0: That's so that's, that's why I'm trying to get into that because you have an American, mm-hmm. and then you have a, a European. And when you start yeah. crossbreeding because you want to stick a European with a European and American with American, mm-hmm. right? Um, as you know, back in the day when we were growing up, You know, that's what I was growing up with was American Dobermans. That's what my mom introduced me to, Um, you know, but later in life, you know, I got into the European, which is a working line. So, you know, there's a difference. So, you know, um, the American is a little less driven, like they're a little more docile, like a lab. Yeah. You know, they can chill. They still have somewhat protection built into them, but they're Mm. a little more docile. Uh-huh. which Europeans are a little more, you know, their number one job is to protect. So they're always on alert.
1: Yeah. So, and So, so, so yeah. So they are, the Europeans are, are just bigger and, and, you know, bulkier, right? They're, yeah. I, yeah huge. Dude, he's huge, man. He's like, yeah.
0: Americans can get up uh, to, you know, around 90, 95 pounds. I, I I try not to push my Europeans up past 90, 95 pounds or past a hundred. Yeah. The reason why is because you put oh, up so much geez. weight yeah. on a dog. Yeah. You know, um, I always, you know, relate it to a basketball player, you know, they're so big and muscular, but they're always jumping on their joints. Right. Right. You know, later down the life, their lifespan of their, their career is shortened because they're always having like knee issues and things like that, you know? So right, same yeah. thing with the large breed dog, you know, the larger they are, the bigger they are. And you know, the more active they are, they're going to be jumping on those joints and they're right. going to start getting some hip dysplasia and some joint issues. So we tried to. You know, try not to push our dogs uh, past 90, 95 pounds, which an athletic government, which a European, you can always see the last rib. Ah. So their bone structure goes all the way through, and then you can see the last rib and then their stomach. Ah, So, you know, it's just features. And, you know, yeah, yeah. The height, I would say about 28 to 29 inches to the wither. That's from the ground up to their shoulders. Right. Um, You know, you don't want to get too tall. um, That's a big dog. Yeah, yeah, it, it gets a, too big, you know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, so, you know, some people like to, you know, crossbreed a Doberman with a great Dane because they want to go bigger, you know, and wow. yeah that's not the standard for us. So we try not to crossbreed any of our, uh, our dogs. We stay with European.
1: Another question. Uh, uh, what, what's the difference between high, um a high drive dog versus a high energy dog?
0: Well, yeah. a, a high drive dog is, is a dog that is driven by certain certain thing, like a ball, right? That's all he wants to play with. A frisbee, yeah. that's all they want to play with. Um, right. Say, for instance, you know, a water driven dog. That's all they want to go into, right? Right. So you try to give them a ball, they don't want it because they're water driven. So that's yeah. a high prey dog within that within that sport or within that that drive yeah a high energy job a high energy dog is just a dog that has a lot of energy you know they they don't necessarily have a particular drive towards any particular sport or any like a ball or anything like that they just like to bounce off the walls
1: it's better (laughs) to have a highly driven dog right i mean
0: well you know focus that energy with with getting a good trainer and you know um the trainer will help you take that energy and divert it into a certain drive We'll right. figure out, you know, what, what really drives the dog, you know, and, right. and again, you know, taking that energy out of the dog, you know, and, and tiring them out, you know, is very good. It's, it's very healthy for the dog. Yeah. So we try to do like three 15 minute, you know, um, intervals with our dogs. Cause they're so, they're so structured throughout the day know? throughout the day you yeah. know they eat they go out they play they get trained you know 15 yeah. minutes everyone keeps their foundation and you know as you know i have plenty of dogs so it takes up my whole life you know my my, my whole day so yeah man but um but yeah but that's what you want to do you know you want to structure these dogs uh, especially european governments, because you know they have so much um drive in them you know
1: yeah right yeah no so you uh, it- we we uh we're we're constantly you know we're um we're we're constantly learning here you know with our dog with apollo sure. yep. and uh he um he's been uh he's got a great great he's just a really loving dog uh but he's got a lot of shit ton of energy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh so you know my son is constantly taking him out like he'll take him out a lot see i, I don't know like you know, for you, I know you. You're a breeder, so you really kind of keep your dog. But he's he's like on the trail like two or three times a week. You know, that's and, awesome. That's and, a good owner. Uh, yeah, just keeping him. You know, keeping him. He always has to be doing something. You know, and uh, sure. if I'm here working, like he'll come to me and like he he wants to do something. Let's go play or something. You know. Sure. Uh And so, uh so we got him into these sports. You know, we're doing the fast cat run, which is like uh, yep. you know well, that's awesome. They they yep. uh, they track their speed right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we just went out. Recently he did, we just got him. We he had been training for months for the barn hunt. Finally sure. got him to do that and he won first place novice. Nice. Uh, so we're you know, and he's he's been doing that for we've been since he was a puppy, we've been training him with descent stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we had uh we started him with some pheasant wings, hide the pheasant wings in the house and he'd go find them. Sure. Uh, but now we have him like, you know, I could just take my shoe off. I <laughs> let him smell the shoe, then we put him in the bathroom and then we will go hide it. Comes out. It don't matter who's there, what's going on in the house. He is
0: gonna find that shoe.
1: He'll just, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, Felicia so, does that with
0: Deuce all the time too. It's a, yeah, it's a, good, uh, it's a good challenge for them.
1: It is, and 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 I love to do that because he'll get like excited when people come down. You know, he gets excited, and he's you know he'll he'll kind of jump up on you, and we not we don't have him train like that. You know that discipline. You know, yeah. So but but if we do that, you know he'll he'll take his focus off anybody that's in the house. Sure. And he goes. He'll go do his job, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: and those little like behavior issue, issues, you know, like that. Yeah. You know, good trainer or, you know, uh, good little, you know, uh, trick in that is I always try to, when my dog tries to jump on me, I just put my yeah. knee up uh-huh. and they try to, they almost like jump into my knee with their chest. And they,
1: they don't like that.
0: And they don't like that. So they, they somewhat, <laughs> you know, stop, yeah. stop doing we just it. I like always have to use the command like off or, you know, or whatever you use, you know, off or down or no or whatever.
1: So what are those French commands that you? I see you doing on.
0: Yeah, well, on, you know, all of our trainers like that. that train our dogs, they uh, they train in pretty much French or or Dutch yeah. or German, um, yeah. You know, sometimes English, but yeah. Um, so all our dogs got you know we're initiating, uh, we're initiated by getting trained by French, so yeah. it kind of you know, sounds a little more. It sounds know, cool. Class. Like, I tried
1: in. to do that, but then Lucas stopped me. I
0: see, I see, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I go, hey, see, look, you, you know, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, just repetition, <laughs> man, repetition, you know, yeah. over and over and over again, thousand times, you know, you keep on doing it.
1: What about, uh, so nutrition diet? So, so we started, oh, yeah. my son started getting on this raw food diet, feeding him, you know, um, raw fish he'll eat like a raw fish every day like small raw fish and then like uh, mm-hmm. venison or whatever whatever you know sure. but even like raw little like quail, quail eggs and things like that No,
0: it's not are, you, are that. you fitting
1: you know yeah is, any recommendations on like you know feeding well you know yeah,
0: at all? one time we started the raw you know yeah. and if anyone out there knows if they just feed strictly raw it gets very expensive you know because you're feeding them more right. meat throughout the week yeah. um so it gets very expensive. So if you can do it, it's, you know, it's, it's healthier for the dog. You know, that's what they eat in the wild and that's what they're going to uh, you know um, have a longevity of life if they eat, you know, you know, premium protein food. Right. Because as you know, every kibble that's made, it's processed, you know? Yeah. Right. So, you know, they take out the nutrients out of the, out of the, the, um, the kibble and, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, they're giving you, you know, basically maybe 10, 15% of what the whole hundred percent, you know, protein that a dog should get. Right. So you got to yeah. almost balance that out. So what we do is we give them a high protein, um, diet, which is a nook shook that you can get on chewy for Doberman specifically. Um, and that's, um, you know, nook shook. yeah. So that's for high calorie dogs, like for dogs that burn a lot of calories, Yeah, you know, throughout the day, um, you can give them a nook shook and uh it actually supplements those calories back into their you know their Uh so um you know you can there's all types of different foods out there Um, we always check the fda to make sure that you're always looking for recalls and things like that but anookshook has never been recalled been in business for for a long many of years and uh so we've been using it for our dobermans for the last probably six years but we start adding um like chicken quarters um, chicken legs. Oh, yeah.
1: Because uh, so now so- a dog can eat, can eat raw chicken, right? Or, or Yeah, so they- you always want I mean, to eat, eat that. raw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Humans can't eat raw because <laughs> it will get sick. <laughs> Salmonella and stuff like that. But right. uh, they right. can eat raw, they can yeah. eat chicken bones. Uh, none of that stuff will be detrimental or risky for their health. Yeah. Once you cook it, that's yeah. when the bone will splinter. Yeah. Right.
1: That's and even can- with beef, too?
0: Uh, well, beef is different. Pork you never want to give your dog. Okay. Because pork ribs can splinter. Uh, beef yeah. ribs are somewhat okay. Um, yeah. Bone marrow bones are okay, but you got to re- remember to take these bones away because after a dog takes the meat off the bone, yeah, they somewhat like to gnaw on the bone, yeah, right, and they can grind down their teeth. Uh-huh. So we've got to ensure that if we're going to start giving our dog some type of bone with meat on it, we got to we got to take that bone away. Um, right. But raw is good, you know. So you can the, you you have vital, you have all kinds of different uh, options, you know, at Petco and things like this. And you can search it on Google. Of yeah. like, say, there's a I think there's a a pit bull recipe. It's called the um, uh, man, I can't think of it. It's uh, yeah, but anyway, there's uh, there's multiple different ways. But yeah, we yeah. do a balance because yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna start taking your dog to boarding to a trainer, right? Uh-huh these trainers are not going to feed them all the specific diet that you normally feed your dog, like eight different ingredients. <laughs> yeah, They just want to give you some kibble and some water and, and they're, they're, they're good, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, Hey, uh, we have a, uh, we got a comment from Joe Robles.
0: What's up, Joe, Joe.
1: <laughs> he says, hello, this is Joseph with just us dudes kennels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it you gotta he's start looking, it you gotta start it he's, he's
1: looking for a job <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah man what's up joe yeah man so uh um, yeah so
0: that uh that kibble you know you just gotta make sure that you uh, give him a, a balanced diet i always say you know there's three things that you really need to own a dog right love yeah <laughs> good love. food good food right good so food. and then exercise man yeah you know those three things. If you especially give with those dogs big dogs, people,
1: man, you you got to get them. You got to get them running, get them out there. And I yeah. saw that you've got uh, your dogs on treadmills.
0: Oh well, I have slap mills. They're slap mills. Oh, okay, so, so uh, they slap actually, are the
1: little- dogs actually making it go right.
0: That's correct. Yeah. So (laughs) it's made specifically for a dog. So like if you have hot days and you can't run on concrete or, you know, if you have rainy days or snow or whatever, we have these type of tools that, you know, we can still exercise our dog. So this slap mill was built for, you know, my particular dog, but um, they run on it for like, say five to seven minutes, you know, get their energy out and you know, they're done. So, and you know, they'll tell you when they're done is when they stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You know? Just stop on. Huh?
0: Yeah, because you know uh, a treadmill is basically set for yeah. time and speed. You right. know, so the dog keeps on running, and if if you have it for 15 minutes, that dog can over get overworked. So you just yeah. got to ensure that you never overwork your dog. You know, these dogs don't sweat, so just be yeah. safe out there in, in summertime, yeah. not to you know overwork your dog because they can get uh you know heat exhaustion and they can you know seize. Yeah. Well, we so noticed that. Um, did you say? Did you say seize? Like they have seizures? Oh yeah, for sure. It, it, and that's yeah, from heat exhaustion, yeah, really? heat exhaustion can cause seizures. Um, um you know, I didn't um, know that. Um, you know, rat yeah. poison, things like that. Just any household, oh, yeah. you know, poisons around the house. Um, right, antifreeze right. is really bad for your dog. Right. So just monitor right. them and just make sure that they're not getting into you know any chemicals and things like that. Right. Right and just watch yeah, them when they run put those little you know booties on on their pads if it, like we always say you know if it's hot to your hand or the It'd back of your their... hand to the concrete it's like five times hotter for the dog's paw really yeah it's it's yeah. extremely hot for the dog's paw so oh. you know you, you get burn uh pads
1: burn you know? pads for the dogs when you're walking on hot concrete
0: yeah don't do it
1: that's a good tip yeah so no great great stuff man great stuff and what about you know um so, uh, so as far as like, now, you have some of your, your dogs, I mean, you, you're, you're a breeder, you have yes. puppies and then you have the dame and the sire, right? Do you, you have both of them, right? Are
0: yeah. You? So, you know, sometimes when, uh, depends on what, what I'm breeding for or my clients, cause sometimes we have a year waiting list for our puppies. Wow. Um, they specifically ask us like, when, when's your next black, black and rust working line uh, litter or when are you going to have red and rust puppies, or you know things uh, like that you know because yeah, uh, i've
1: seen i've seen uh one of your dogs uh, one of the females right is, is is a red right
0: yeah so i have uh let's see i have two red females uh-huh. i have a red male and i have uh, oh you do okay I, well all together i have seven dobies two right. frenchies um, a mixed pit that I rescued 13 years ago. She, she's still going strong. Oh um, yeah. I've Ms. seen Miss Piggy. <laughs> you know, Peyton after yeah. Walton, Walter, Walter Peyton. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we call her, we, we call her piggy cause she snorts, but, um, we're keeping one, uh, puppy from this litter. So, you know, going back to your question. Yeah. Specifically I breed, um, for a specific purpose, right. Yeah. Depending on my client. Right. Um, right. And, uh so sometimes they just want a pet sometimes they want a working dog sometimes you know I have breeders that call me and they want a specific line you know and they want our line so we got to ensure that we have a a specific type of girl female for them so we sell the breeders we sell the trainers we sell to uh clientele uh nationwide uh we you know ship internationally
1: so how does that work explain that to me like when you when when someone buys from mm-hmm. you and they're in you know they're on the east coast and you guys ship the dog right how does that yeah. the, the, how the dog just stay well, our, 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 our
0: structure has changed over the years you know depending on our clientele um we've learned and yeah. uh you know so we filter every client uh we ensure that our puppies is going to the right home right um, yeah. and uh you know excuse me, we build a relationship with most of our clients. So, you know, counting back from 2018, I can probably name every single client I have because I still stay in contact with every person, you know, that has one of our puppies. Yeah, so what goes into it is first we filter them. uh, We have them sign a contract, uh, making sure that they agree to all the terms. Uh, Once they do that up until 10 weeks, um, we take care of the ears, which we do the stitch removal and somewhat of the posting. And then oh. if they do want to ship uh, back East, like I have a lot of people in New York, Florida, Chicago, um, mm-hmm. they, we request a flight through, uh, it's called Pet Safe Embark through American Air, Airlines. Oh. And I've been shipping with them for about six years now. Very good. Very good. And, uh, you know, okay. they always take care of our dogs. So it's less stress. Um, yeah. So once we do that, we send an email to American Airlines. Uh, we get a plane flight. Um, closest airport to the location of the, the client. Um, I, you know, I have to I have to order a crate, a travel crate. You know, the dimensions that the airline requires. Yeah. Um, I have to go to the vet. I have to get a health certificate, updated rabies um, or rabies shots, wow. uh, updated vaccinations. So this all goes in, in into it. Um, you cannot ship a puppy earlier than twelve weeks old because you cannot get any rabies until that time. Um once all this is fulfilled, <laughs> you yeah, have 10 days, Jeez, man. You have 10 days to ship the puppy. Okay. Because the airline goes by weight. Okay. So the heavier their dog gets, the more money it's you're more gonna expensive have. To is. So um I arrange this all for my clients. Uh they don't have to do anything. Um, and they just you know, just they just pay the, the ticket price once once it's all done. And I take video, um, I ship the puppy over to them, they pick up the puppy. Uh, once they they uh, they receive the puppy, they take pictures and video to let me know the puppy's safe. And yeah. there we go, you know, they start wow. their life together. Have you ever traveled uh,
1: with any of your dogs? Like where you actually are taking your dog? Because you know, we had thought about maybe sometimes taking him with us somewhere, like to Texas or whatever. And but it really was feel like oh well, you,
0: you, you know, know, I I always recommend taking your dog no matter where you go. You know, if you can, yeah. you know, um, if yeah. you can take them, you know, again. Yeah. Desensitizing them to their environment, right. they're going to be that much more comfortable um, yeah. anywhere you go, right? Right. So right. if you do that, that's cool. But um, you know, we just started a puppy transport. You know, so now for connecting states to California, you know, um, because sometimes when you when you don't when some client does not want to fly, sometimes they'll travel from Arizona, San Francisco, Utah, places like that, mm-hmm. and you know we just get, we like to give options to our clients. So now we do the puppy transport for them. We'll drive over to them and drop off the puppy, you know, for, for a fee of course, but yeah. you know um, but this is just another option for clients, you know, to, to give them, you know um, you know, the best care of the puppy. Cause sometimes you don't know if they do want to transport. Sometimes these transports will take two to three days to get your puppy. <laughs> yeah. How do Jeez. I know if that puppy's getting, Fed or taken out for right. PE or things like that, you know. Um, yeah. I'm just um, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just a little anal about that stuff. So I like to fly because yeah. um, it only takes two to three hours. Sometimes, sometimes the most five five hours, six hours, you know. and yeah. uh, it's it's quick. And and what we do with our puppies is we desensitize them to the travel crate like a week in advance, uh, so they yeah. don't whine in in the crate on the air on the air flight. Right. Right. So now cheap. they go,
1: they go, they get stored though. Right. Yeah. Underneath they go the east, yeah, underneath yeah, yeah. the cargo.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, right, right. it's temperature regulated. So, you know, the puppies are safe. Cool, man. But, uh, but yeah, that, that goes That's into cool. uh, the, yeah. the flight of the shipping of the puppy.
1: Right. 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 That's it's It's awesome, man. Uh, yeah,
0: you know, it's, it's funny how, uh, you don't know how much detail and, and, uh, Work goes into a dog when you have them for somewhat of a sport or working line or breeding or training and things like that. Right? (laughs) You know, we all think of of, of just a pet. You know, they're a pet. Love them. But when you start, our dog is
1: man. Twenty four hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He had a he. You have one. Yeah, we just have one. (laughs) But man, seriously, like when I'm not, like if somebody's not with him, like some someone always has to be with him. He could spend yeah. a couple hours in the kennel, but, you know, uh, something has to be going on with him, you know, throughout the day. So we kind of shift, sure. you know, we, we take shifts, you know. Sure. But over the weekend, he got a, I don't know what he, he got something. He ate something weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, he he chewed on some leaves on something and he got sick yeah. over the weekend. And so normally he just, he'll sleep, you know, he knows he goes to bed around 10 o'clock at night and we can go put him there. He go to sleep. He's fine, you know, but over the weekend he started like uh, kind of whimpering. The night, and my mm-hmm. son worked late, so I had to go get him out. And yeah, he got sick. Man, he was like sick with his stomach.
0: You know. Yeah. How's uh, he doing?
1: He's doing good now. He's doing good. He just uh like did I said, said, he ate something. Or? Huh?
0: Did you guys take him to the vet or you just? Wait no, it he, out?
1: he he was okay. Yeah, he just oh, okay. he got he got a little bit of dog choro.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure they do. <laughs> I always try. You know, sometimes these dogs will get into things, right? And they, you know, they're like kids. You know, yeah. so they always get into stuff and they choose certain things. If they do yeah. have somewhat of a loose stool, you know, um, yeah. you know, it's a precaution. You know, just make sure that you monitor and just make sure it, it doesn't prolong. Because if yeah. they don't eat, they throw up, and it's a loose stool, it could be something serious. So, you know, I always say, if you see those type of signs, always take your your dog to the vet. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah for sure. But so, if they're, so they're eating, if they're active, and they're just having a loose stool, they might have just ate something. It'll it'll pass.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, he's good now. He did. He just, it, it was just completely out of character for him to be, sure. he started barking like at one o'clock in the morning when he was asleep. And yeah, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not yeah. normal for him, you know? So yeah, but he was, uh, he's, he's, he's good now. So, um, yeah. Um, so we're on to our next, uh, our next, uh, sporting event. We've been doing, uh, the, the, the fast cat and the barn hunt and, uh, uh we we want to get him now into the dock diving we got a yeah. pool here and he's good at it he he, he dives into the pool you know
0: mm-hmm. but uh,
1: we did we tried him doing it one time over at the uh silver rose ranch yeah we got a pool there and uh uh he he got at that time that was when he was he was really distracted with all the goats and all that stuff <laughs>
0: uh, so
1: we're gonna give we're gonna give it a shot Now i know you have some of your dogs doing the uh the dock diving right
0: yeah so uh Deuce is, is titled in dock diving. Artemis um, and Cash are going to get their titles soon. Um, we're thinking about putting rain in because she loves water as well. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fun, man. You know, um, you go out there, the dog jumps in the water, and uh, they see how far the dog can jump. And, it's kind of uh, like the long jump for dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's called a yeah. bumper. You know, it's a little toy that you hang up. You yeah. know, say, for instance, if you're the handler, you know, you're at the edge of the dock, and another person is at the other – edge of the dock and you know they hold your dog and you're like go 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 and you throw the bumper up in the air and the dog jumps off the edge of the dock trying to get the bumper and so what happens is they get distance and when they get distance it's measured and if you are in a range of i think 13 to 15 feet uh three times if you do it three times yeah then you get a junior a junior title which is akc oh wow and then if you go 15 to 18 it's every three feet increments so 15 to 18 is like a senior title um 18 to 21 or something like that is like an elite title or something right. or pro and then you go farther than that and it's like elite and you start getting you know you start getting titles man you start getting ribbons and you know you yeah. start proving your dog and they love it no apollo apollo already has a little collection man
1: yeah we got yeah. like uh five or six ribbons already man
0: yeah that's cool
1: yeah you know, i want to show you a little was, clip man Yes, yeah, so you, you know, like,
0: I, I tell all my buddies like you, like you, you know, I don't have kids, so all my dogs, you know, like you guys say, hey, my, my, my well, that's what, uh, soccer award or baseball that's exactly award. Exactly
1: what I had said, man. Like uh, I was so <laughs> like uh, award. <laughs> I was I was, uh, you know, I miss those days, man, when we were s- sit sitting down, in the, you know, at the field watching the kids, yeah, you know, play play the games. Now, now, you know, now we're doing this. So this is the yeah. this is the oh, fast boy. path right here. This is his last run. And you can see let's go, let's go. Let's go, go Paul. You, you got somebody launching come on, him Let's get it. Get it. Get and it. And then there's a catcher on the let's other go, side. So go, I'm the go. catcher here. Good boy.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. So I wanted I wanted to put him on. I was trying to get him yeah. to come up here and, and eat some um raw fish with me. But Lucas oh, yeah. already fed him. So <laughs> well, come on, give him another one, man. <laughs> Lucas is very my son is very um, uh, you know, he's he's a good, he's a good dog dad, man. That's good. You know, he take, he's, he just takes really good care of him. I mean, he's the one that's like I'm the one that will sneak in like a little you know little be. pancake here, here yeah. Little, you know, <laughs> yeah, so I'm the bad one, man. You know, and but he's he's like he's like watches his diet, man. His exercise.
0: That's why he has <laughs> diarrhea, bro. <laughs> <It's> for <funny. laughs> me. Give
1: him pancakes. Look, that's what my <laughs> son always says. I'm always giving him a little here. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh,
0: yeah, no, no. Seriously, yeah, that's though, good. He, that's good that he's he's good, he's, he's good with him.
1: Yeah, he'll feed him like little uh. Just weird little stuff. Yo, man, like a what do he have? He had like a, a freaking crocodile foot.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the, what the heck? Yeah, they, can, they can eat all kinds of stuff, man. You know, you know? as long as it's like raw and some, yeah, some raw kind of benefit for yeah. them.
1: Yeah, know? he has some kind of like he has some kind of place channel where he gets all his 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 you know, raw meat and food and all that stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but anyway, so what's next, man? So you're not so you're you're out in uh in feeling now, and you, you and I can visualize this big sprawling
0: yeah. You know, so uh, you know, out here in, in the high desert, you know, we uh we purchased four acres um you know acres, for the dogs. Yeah. So wow. you know we want to give back to our clients and you know the people that have our dogs or, or just people in general that have dogs that want to come out. Um, yeah. we're gonna have a pool, so we're gonna have dock diving. Oh, uh, well, we're going to, okay. we're going to build a little facility so we can start doing barn hunting there too. Oh, um, sick. um, we are going to have an agility course, um, you know, so the dogs That's, can go through different types of obstacles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so we have a, uh, puppy motel, which, you know, as you know, I do boarding. So okay. a lot of my clients like to keep their dogs a little longer with us to do a little boarding, get their ears done and, you know, some fun, yeah. fun training. So we do that. And then just other people that just come out and, uh, bring their dogs out to us. You know, we do, uh, you know, two weeks up to a month of, uh, boarding. So, you know, we do a lot of, uh, you know, sport work with them, you know, necessarily I just do daycare. I'm not a trainer. I'm a breeder. Um, I've been doing it for so long and I've been with some really good trainers that, you know, uh, that implement really good behaviors in us, you know, in order to, you know, get the best out of our dogs. So that's why, you know, I'm pretty experienced with, you know, doing the fundamentals, right. Advanced training. I would always send them to one of our trainers, uh, behavioral trainers, you know, some extensive aggressive dogs. I would send them to my trainers. Um, but you know, small stuff I can do here. So, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're doing all this stuff for our clients now. So, you know, they have an option to come out. We're going to have like barbecues and meetups and giveaways, oh, and, you know, all kinds of stuff, you know, and bring some trainers out here. So, you yeah. know, all our clients can bring their dogs out and do some socialization some fundamental Mm -hmm. training with, uh, with some good trainers. Um, Yeah.
1: No, I, I know for a fact that you got, that you work with some of the top trainers, man, in, in, in the country. Cause I've seen. Oh oh, yeah, yeah.
0: man. You know, these dogs, I mean, these guys have uh, been in the game for a long time, you know? And, uh, initially when I started networking, um, when I got into the Doberman, you know, with Gerald, um, I started meeting some really good trainers and, uh, you know, they always put the dog first, you know, and, uh, ensure that they're teaching you correct ways to get the best out of your dog. So, so yeah, man, I can, I can ramble. I can name so many yeah. names, you know, some really good names. Um, um, but yeah, if anyone is out there looking for a good trainer in your area, just reach out to Corey or myself and, uh, I'll yeah. hit you up with some really, uh, top trainers out there that can get the best out of your dog.
1: And if anyone's interested, you know, is interested in, in, uh, in becoming a European Doberman owner. How do they get a hold of you? Get more information, or
0: you know, yeah, just just I, check I know you're out. very
1: selective about how who you place the dogs with.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Maybe, uh, well, you know, we're we're very dogs. selective on uh, yeah. on our owners, and we're very yeah. much more selective on someone that's going getting into breeding. You know, what's the reason yeah. why it yeah. takes a special type of person, man, to to do this breeding thing? And uh, for sure, you have to dedicate your life. You know, you can't do it for the wrong reasons. You got to do it for the dog first and the, the health of the dog and the, and the puppies, because, you know, you remember these are puppies that are going to a new home. And how right. would you feel if you didn't, you know, you gave half ass into your, uh, into your business or into your dog, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. And uh, so I put everything into it, my heart and soul, you know, and, and as you know, it, it shows in our dogs and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people can distinguish our dogs between other dogs. because they just see the quality of it? So. it's uh but yeah they can reach reach out to us you know i can i can help them out in uh, the breeding aspect you know what goes goes with it um and how many years you know pretty much you have to put into it to to become really really good at you know yeah in in that specific breed you know right nuts man
1: it's nuts I I, I, nemesis
0: underscore kennels or nemesis kennels llc
1: nemesis underscore kennels that's at nemesis underscore kennels uh, you reach out to mark to Mayo of nemesis kennels all right brother i'm gonna let you go i know you got a you got a lot to tend to right now i can hear those those puppies in the background
0: <laughs> they're ready to come out <laughs> yeah i appreciate i appreciate the time for so, it hey man let's do it again Maybe let's keep
1: it. it going i know you got your podcast too i know you 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 know you guys just moved you know if, if yeah um, yeah yeah once i get so you settled get back you know, up.
0: yeah yeah we'll get everything going on and uh we'll yeah to have you on and uh yeah man yeah, we'll, we'll have apollo on and lucas that'd be we'll awesome we'll yeah come out and have some barbecues and, and and uh have some fun with your dog
1: let's do it let's do it anybody listening out there you guys know how to get a hold of mark Tamayo. that's uh that's uh nemesis kennel so it's a uh, what is it again? The,
0: the handle? So oh, it's uh nemesis underscore kennels or okay. nemesis kennels llc. I have two pages on um, Instagram. yeah, there you go, there you have it.
1: Okay, my brother, all right, you, man, thank uh, you. I'll be in touch,
0: all right, for sure, thank you,
1: thank you. All right, so that's Mark Tamayo, nemesis kennels, and uh. I'm just checking in weekly. You guys know uh, every week, if you're in real estate, you're in lending, escrow, title, it doesn't matter. Uh, jump on with me every Monday, 11 a.m., and I'll be streaming live here on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, and then also the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, weekly. Um, next week, I got a, I got another great guest. Uh, thank you again to Mark, man. That was awesome having you today. Uh, I got another great guest next week and uh, next Monday. Uh, this is Roger Reeves, professional boxing manager, and we're going to talk about some, some great AI stuff that could help you uh, in the business, so stay tuned for that um, next week, Monday, 11 a.m., YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter, X, uh, all of the uh, places that podcasts are played for next week, uh, and then we got some other good stuff coming up um, in the weeks uh, related to how to use some of the title toolbox features like uh, right now we're talking about a need to sell basis. Right. Um, so you want to, you want to jump on for that too. We're going to have some great training on the title toolbox. How to you, how to target some of these life events. Now these are premium features that you pay for, but uh, I want to show you how to act this stuff. You know, you can lead the horse to water, but I can't make you drink. So you guys got to make sure that you guys follow through on some of this stuff. Um, we can set up some training sessions uh, in person over the phone through zoom uh, or, you know, um, you know, we can do one-on-one or class settings. So just, uh, reach me six, two, six, three, nine, two, seven, nine, nine, three. You can also reach me by email open at coreytitlerep dot rep.com. And if you need to reach me, you can also just always check the re- check out the website, com. And up there, you have access to my, uh, customer service links, uh, all of my live links, um, YouTube, everything's up there, the podcast www.corytitlewrap.com. You guys stay safe and uh, I'll see you guys uh, hopefully this week. You guys have a good one. Thank you, Mark. I'm
0: feeling good now. No, no
1: point. says, What about Justin's dog panel?
0: He said, Any day
1: you have to hey, Mark, December 7th, man. We're having a Christmas party for Oh, you're I'm gonna send it over to you. So,
0: Alright, you're cool have, to
1: have a good one, brother. Thank you.
0: Alright, you can have a good rest day.
1: Alright, so fully so. Adios. See ya.